More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, moving on. How can we stop revisiting old hurts? We're going to help you forgive and move forward. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, moving on, we're talking about how can we stop revisiting old hurts. We want to help you forgive, heal, and move forward. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. I mean, honestly, hurts can be so hard to let go of. Are you struggling to forgive or heal from something someone did or said to you? Have you been hurt recently, or are you not sure how to get over a recent or past hurt? Are you still carrying that wound from the past, and you're not sure how to forgive and actually move on? It can be especially hard to know how to forgive and heal from a hurt that was committed by someone who either isn't sorry or isn't part of our lives anymore. What does it mean to forgive in these situations? What does reconciliation require from us? Whether the pain you carry is from a recent offense or an old wound, let us help you heal today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. I mean, whether that... Injury is something that happened over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend Mm -hmm. that we've just gone through, or it's something that you've been carrying with you for a while. The fact is, you know, we can often tell ourselves that we forgive that person or that we're going to let it go, but then that wound continues to fester. And, you know, sometimes we beat up on ourselves because, you know, what's wrong with me? Why can't I be a good enough Christian to just get over this and and forget about it and forgive? Other times uh, we know why we can't let it go, but we're not sure what to do about it and how to heal the relationship, if possible, move past that hurt, make sure that thing doesn't happen again. Those are all the questions we're talking about today on More to Life. Give us a call. Again, that number 877 573-7825. Let us help you heal from those hurts, whether they are older hurts or more recent hurts, uh, and forgive, reconcile where possible, and move forward. 877-573-7825. You know, sometimes we don't even realize we're still hurting 
until something happens that makes us feel uncomfortable again, out of sorts again. Even if we won't go into a family event, like the holidays, like a birthday, like a wedding, like a funeral, and we think, we're good, we're, I've worked on this, I'm not going to let them get to me this time. And then just the feelings flood into our bodies. You know, even walking in to our parents' home again after a very long time away. If you have your adult life, you're fine. You don't live with them. You come home to visit them for an event. And suddenly just seeing your childhood home makes you feel like you're a little kid again. And everything sort of starts to feel fragile and vulnerable and you feel less than your best adult self those feelings of i was hurt in this way i was hurt in that way by that person i i don't feel as sure of myself as i would like to maybe i haven't totally healed this wound and then many of us as people of faith start to say well have i really forgiven and if i haven't really forgiven how do i get to that part because i want to be good with god I don't want this to affect my spiritual life or my eternity with God. And we start to have all of those questions in our minds. Or perhaps somebody tries to trigger that in us at the event. You know, they start to pick on us. They start to bring up old memories. They start to bring up topics that will make us get into an argument or a difficult discussion in front of everyone. All of those things can lead us to feeling hurt and walking around with wounds that we really want to have healed. And if you're feeling that today, or somebody's accusing you of doing those things to them today, let us help you heal yourself and those relationships. Give us a call on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. 7825. Well, you know, we've shared this before on the program and we've talked about forgiveness, um, but, you know, it, it bears repeating because we, it's, we've had it drummed into our heads that we're supposed to forgive and forget, forgive and forget. Mm. But the Catechism, um, paragraph 2843, says, It is not in our power not to feel or to forget an offense. Let me say that again. It is not in our power not to feel or to forget an offense. But the heart that offers itself to the Holy Spirit turns injury into compassion and purifies the memory in transforming the hurt into intercession. So I I just wanted to focus on that first part because even the Catechism is telling us it's not possible to forget or or, uh, pretend that, that that thing didn't happen and not feel the pain of that thing. It doesn't mean that we haven't forgiven the person. But it does, the passage does point to things that we can do to begin to heal that hurt. And we, that's what we want to really talk about on the program today. How can we uh, appropriately and in a healthy way heal from those either recent or past hurts that others have inflicted on us by the things that they've done or said? Again, the number 877-573-7825. If you feel like you are walking around being less of a mentally healthy person or less of a Christian than you want to be because you do remember those offenses. You do feel them deeply. Even our Lord felt the offenses against him because he was fully human as well as being fully divine. And our human selves are just built to feel 
offense, feel anything that is beneath our dignity as children of God. But we can cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You know, when the Catechism tells us when we give it to the Holy Spirit, that means opening up ourselves to let the Holy Spirit not just instantaneously heal us, but to lead us through the steps that we need to take to grow and to heal and to build relationships. So call up and share at 877-573-7825. Or if you're listening via podcast, send your emails to questions at moretoliferadio.com. That's questions at more, the number two, liferadio.com. And tell us, you know, have you been hurt by somebody and you're having a hard time moving on? Maybe it's been a recent hurt and something that they said or did, and you're not sure how to get over it. Or maybe you're still carrying a wound from the past, and you're not sure how to forgive and move forward. It can be especially hard to know how to forgive or heal from a hurt committed by somebody who either isn't sorry or isn't even part of our lives anymore. And what does it even mean to forgive in those situations? What does reconciliation require? Well, whether the pain you're carrying is from a recent offense or an old wound, let us help you heal today on More to Life, 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, um, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years on how, as we prayerfully reflect on God's creation, we can discover God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier holier relationships. We live in a broken, sinful world, and all of us carry within us hurts from past relationships. For some of us, those hurts relate to a difficult childhood. For others, it has to do with more recent disappointments, miscommunications, injuries, or betrayals committed by a spouse or friends or family members or colleagues. Whatever the circumstances surrounding our hurts, the theology of the body reminds us that God doesn't want us to just limp along holding on to the pain. He wants us to know that his plan is to heal us, to empower us to lean into what St. John Paul called the third phase of man, eschatological man. That is the whole healed, godly, grace-filled vision of ourselves that God sees when he looks at us. That's right. And when God, when we talk about that whole healed, godly, grace-filled self with our clients in the pastoral counseling practice, you know, sometimes people get a little intimidated by that. You know, they feel like God is asking them to become a completely different person Mm-mm. than who they are today. But the truth is, the whole healed, godly, grace-filled self that we're meant to become already exists in God. We don't have to become someone else entirely to be who God is calling us to be, who he created to be, and who we're destined to become. Because the closer we draw to God, the more those true selves are revealed in us. Healing those old hurts begins when we believe that all things are possible with God, that he is the true source of our healing, and that regardless of what we've been through, he's giving us the grace to be everything we were created to be, if only we set ourselves to doing the work that that healing requires of us. So the good news is, healing is possible. Whatever those hurts are, whatever that person said or did to you that's hard to let go of, that you're struggling to forgive, we are here to help today. Connect you with God's grace and find the healing 
reconciliation, and wholeness that you're looking for. The number to call again, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Or if you're listening via podcast, send us your questions via email at questions at moretoliferadio.com. With that, let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your questions. In the name of the Father, Father and, and the, the Son, and, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we bring to you those hurts that we carry, either those recent wounds or those old pains that have been caused by the things that people have said or done to us, those things that are hard to let go of, those things that are hard to forgive and forget. And we ask you, Lord, to give us your peace and your wisdom to know how to respond to those challenges in ways that will glorify you help us to be our best selves and invite those others who have hurt us to be their best selves as well whatever that means help us to know how to respond so that even in the pain we are feeling that we resist the temptation to either stuff it or lash out but rather respond to that pain in ways that allow us to build bridges and re and rebuild the body of Christ through our interactions with others we ask all of this through the intercession of St. John Paul and the Blessed Mother. And in the name of the Father, Father and the, the Son, Son, and, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. We are taking your calls right now on our show titled, Moving On. How can we stop revisiting old hurts? Whether those old hurts are all of 24 hours old, <laughs> and we're carrying that frustration from the way the holiday weekend went, or we've got something that we've been carrying with us for quite a long time, uh, something that our spouse or a family member or a friend or colleague did that really hurts and we're not sure how to get past it. Let's talk it out and find grace-filled ways to heal, reconcile where possible, to forgive and move on. 877-573-7825. Craig, we have a question here from Andrew, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. He says, every time my wife and I argue, she ends up bringing up old arguments that I thought we had settled and throwing them back in my face. I'm so sick of it, and I feel like she does it so she doesn't have to take responsibility for her part of whatever we are arguing about at the present time. How do I break this pattern? I feel like it's really damaging our marriage. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate the question. And it's really painful, you know, when somebody keeps bringing up old things and throwing them in our face. Um, the, The suggestion I would have for you, and then I'm going to offer some resources as well, is to not to not respond to the content of what she's saying, but empathize with the emotion behind it and then redirect to the present situation. See, what happens when we, especially when we get upset about something, is our right brain starts bringing up all the past experiences that we've had that remind us of this feeling that we're having right now. Right, So you do something that upset me, Andrew, and then my right brain brings up all the other times when I felt like I was in this similar situation. And, then I, and I just sort of randomly start talking about those things, too. And if you start trying to defend yourself or refight those old arguments, you miss the point, because then you just start spinning out and, and go down this rabbit hole of old hurts. What you want to do instead is say, listen, honey, I understand that you feel... Like, like, put yourself in that situation, right? Imagine what it would be like to, to, to be her in those situations that she's bringing up to you, 
Okay. And then whatever feeling you think that represents, bring it up. Say, you know, honey, I understand that you feel really frustrated with me or really powerless right now or really like I'm not listening to you or really whatever it is. Okay. But keep it short and just, I understand that you feel X. Help me understand what that has to do with this present situation that we're wrestling with and what you'd like to do about it. I want to work with you to find solutions. How can we do that together? Right? So you empathize with the emotion and redirect toward the solution. You do not try to argue the content because that's missing the point. And I say that to people and, they, and they're like, what do you mean? How can, arguing, how can discussing the content be missing the point? Well, because when our emotional brain takes over, you know, we talk about this regularly on the show where, you know, you have this emotional temperature scale that goes from one to ten, right? When you get up over a seven, then your emotional brain starts taking over. And at that point, you're not really thinking logically through the thing. You're trying to communicate how bad you're feeling about the thing, whatever the thing is. And so if you start trying to respond to my points, my intellectual points that I'm making at a seven or higher, you end up missing the point. And I get mad at you because you're not really hearing me. So if you can start by empathizing with the emotion, saying, listen, honey, I understand that you feel X, or it seems to me that you really feel Y, and I'm really sorry that you're, you're feeling that right now. But then redirect toward the solution. Help me understand what that has to do with what, you know, what this recent offense that we're upset about, and what you'd like to do about it. How can we work together to find a solution so that the next time something like this comes up, we can handle it better? And I want to emphasize that last part. So the next time something comes up like this, we can handle it better. Because you can't, you, you, you can't re-argue the, the thing that happened. You can use that as a point of reference, but nobody ever agrees on what really happened. Uh, and, it's, and it's a terrible way to try to solve the problem. Focus on what it is that needs to happen so that next time something like this would occur, you could handle it better. And even if it's something big, you know, even if she comes at you with... You know, you never fill in the blank or I don't trust you because of blah, blah, blah. You bring it back to, okay, how can in the situation we're talking about now, we make sure we problem solve to take into account that you need to be able to trust me or whatever her fill in the blank was in this situation. Let's talk about specifics because I want to meet your need. I want us to heal from that. But if we don't deal with the specifics of now and how we can handle it in the future, we're just going to get bogged down in our fear, in our concerns, in our past, and we won't be able to move ahead and build a really flourishing future together. And that's what I want with you. All right. Andrew, thank you so much for the call or the question, rather. And if there's more that we can do for you, I'd really encourage you, actually, for you and your wife to go through the book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. Uh, it's a book where I look at eight research-based habits that healthy couples practice that any couple can learn. Uh, I do have a specific section in that book on um, how to avoid going back to old mistakes and re-arguing old problems so that you can actually use those things in the way that I was just describing. But if you and your wife could read through that chapter together, 
I think it would be a real help to the both of you. There are several other t uh, tips in that book, in including a section on what I call self-regulation, that I think would be really helpful in understanding this emotional temperature thing I was just referencing in passing, and how to move out of that more, what I call a misery-making mindset, into a more solution-focused mindset together, so that the next time something like whatever you're arguing about happens, you can handle it a lot better. So check that out. That's How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. It's available at catholiccounselors.com or wherever books are sold. Check it out, Andrew. And thanks again. If there's more, if you want more personal support, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice as well. With that, we are taking your calls right here and right now about healing old hurts on our show titled Moving On. How can we stop revisiting those old hurts? How do we forgive and move forward, especially in those times when we're having a hard time not feeling the pain of that old hurt or, for, you know, or being able to forget that old hurt? Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. When we come back, in addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Jacob Flores Popchak, who'll be sharing some insights on how we can heal from those old hurts that we carry around with us. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues after the break. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. He is honored by the Church as a saint with the title of the Angelic Doctor. Matthew Bunsen and the Doctors of the Church. St. Thomas Aquinas wrote a basic textbook for young theology students that became the Church's most famous guide to the faith, the Summa Theologica. It helped him earn the title Doctor of the Church. He died in 1274. For more about the Doctors of the Church, visit doctorsofthechurch.com. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Are you longing to hear God's voice? Lord, teach me to pray. The free Ignatian prayer series will open your heart to His voice, to the peace you are seeking, and the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, teach me to pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com, click on the red box, order the Lord, teach me to pray series now. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Moving On as we talk about how can we stop revisiting old hurts? How do we heal, forgive, and move forward? 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Jacob Flores Popchak. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. Jacob, welcome to More to Life. Hello, hello. 
Well, good to talk with you. And you wanted to share some insights about how we can heal from those old hurts when trying to forget it just isn't cutting it. Yeah, you know, as much as we want to kind of put those things behind us, and, and that is healthy advice, right? Hey, it's time to move on. It's trying to, time to put some of those old hurts or old betrayals or those people who have hurt us in the past behind us. I think that good advice can often be confused with the bad advice of just repress it and try to push it out of your head, right? And, and there's a healthy way to kind of move past those things. And then there's the unhealthy way, which is what we're all tempted to do, the sort of white-knuckling it through, pretending it didn't happen, trying to push, push it out of our heads. And, and, of course, as the old saying goes, right, if, if I tell you to not think about a pink elephant with purple spots, well, what are you thinking about right now? And, you know, and in the same way, if I tell you, hey, don't think about that person who hurt you in the past, don't think about that trauma, it's going to be all you're thinking about. Right. So the healthy way to kind of leave some of these things in the past, or one healthy way, I would argue, is to kind of face it directly, but, but to do so in prayer. And, and I want to just teach a very basic visualization prayer here uh, to, to your listeners, where I want you to kind of get yourself in a safe space. Maybe it's your prayer corner. Maybe it's just, you know, the quiet moment of a shower, right? And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to draw to mind that person. And I want you to, to, in prayer, imagine them standing in front of you. And, and I want you to kind of reach inside of yourself. I want you to take that, that ball. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a foggy ball of mist. Maybe it's a, a glowing electric ball. What, what, is that, what does that pain look like, that ball of pain inside of you? And I want you to give it over to that person and say, hey, whatever happened between us, this isn't mine anymore. This pain isn't mine anymore. I forgive you. Jesus, help me to give this this pain back over to that person. And I want you to just physically imagine yourself kind of handing it over, but also sort of pushing it in their direction, like you'd, like you'd push a, a leaf or a bug away from you if you were floating in a pool, you know? You just gently sort of pushing at the water and watch it float over to that person. And if you want to even take it the next step, I would invite Christ into that moment, and I would, and I would imagine him standing there with me, and, and imagine my giving that pain and even that person over to him. Say, Lord, just, just take care of this pain for me, take care of this person for me, uh, because it isn't mine anymore. It doesn't have to define me anymore. And you can do that as many times as you need to. But that's the way to do it without just trying to repress and forget about it. Powerful reflection. Jacob, thank you so much for that insight. And if folks would like to learn more about your good work, they can go to catholiccounselors.com to help unpack all the insights that come from doing that kind of work. With that, we are taking your calls at 877-573-7825 about forgiving and moving on, especially from those old hurts. More to life will continue with your questions after this. Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God. I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the President of some country or something. You might get a lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have, and we should have them to an intense degree if we really had the sight of Almighty God. These feelings 
are the feelings which we shall have if we realize his presence and in proportion as we believe that he is present we shall have them and not to have them is not to realize not to believe that god is present to us ewtn live truth live catholic catholic connection with teresa tomio the ap is now saying that news people cannot refer to pregnancy resource centers as pregnancy resource centers or crisis pregnancy centers they have to refer to them as anti-abortion centers because we're misleading the public by saying that they're offering resources apparently it is about consistently putting forth a culture of death do anything you want sexually being extremely woke every time you turn around this is more proof that all they care about is their own agenda and they're doing this to their own demise if you look at the ratings for example of CNN if you look at the subscription rates right of various newspapers whether it's online or still hard copy and in print continuing to decrease and yet they do not care because it's about the agenda Catholic Connections Teresa Tomio weekdays 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN radio Hi, I'm Lisa Popchek. Take a moment to measure your stress level right now on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 or 2 means you're completely relaxed. 5 means you've got some concerns, but you're mostly feeling good. At 8, you're getting angry. And at 10, you're feeling and acting outraged. This little exercise is something happily married couples regularly do. They monitor their emotional temperature so they can take steps to lower it before it gets too high. You see, when your temperature gets higher than a 7, cortisol and adrenaline flood your body, shutting down the rational problem-solving part of your brain. And when that happens, your response is likely to make the situation worse, not better. Happily married couples recognize this and take responsibility for regulating their own emotional temperature. They don't blame their spouse for their poor reaction. They realize they're the only one who can control that. If you struggle with regulating your emotional temperature, take heart in the fact that police officers, firefighters, and others have learned to control their response in really stressful situations. And you can too. To learn how, check out our book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. Or, if you want more personalized, faith-filled help, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled Moving On, as we talk about how we can forgive and move past those old hurts. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 if you are struggling to forgive or heal from something someone did or said to you, whether that's something recent or an older pain from the past, we want to help you forgive, heal, and move forward at 877-573-7825. Let's talk to our next caller who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today? Good morning. Um, my question was about uh, 
So I'm engaged now. Um, a few years ago, I cheated on my fiance, who was then my boyfriend. And um, I am just wondering what type of questions I need to ask. He said he's forgiven me, but I feel like there is still deep hurt and possibly resentment. And I just wanted to know what kind of questions I should be asking him um, going into our marriage, uh, which is scheduled for a year from now. When you say that you know you you suspect there's still deep hurt and resentment, what 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 signs are you looking at, or what what is he doing that's giving um, the, the so, impression that he? So my son, um, my son's father. That's the one I cheated on my fiance now with. Um, we still have to interact with him. You know, they both sure. help coach on my son's team, and this man is a very good father. So he's very present, and my fiance is around him and there's still moments where he just very tense around him or he gets angry um it seems like sometimes after you know let's say soccer practice we're in the car and he's just like super quiet and won't talk and then like it takes a while for me to be like hey like are you okay you know but um my fiance is a very um quiet person and he keeps things in internalized i guess so um, I just, I kind of, I sense it. I sense that there is something there, even though he says it's not. So are you ever able to get to the point where you have a conversation about, you know, what's what's hard, what's what, where he's, what he's going through in, in the face of all that? Um, yes, sir, I am. And what happens then? Um, he just says that he's he's working on it or like that it's, it's you know, it's getting easier or, or whatever um, you know, it wasn't so bad seeing him today or, you know, today was rough kind of thing like that. But I just, it's more so that if he's forgiven me for what I did to him, because I feel like... And if you asked like him about that, him. I mean, obviously you got from this place where, you know, you you had a relationship with another man, had his child, he is still in your life because he is your son's father to your fiance moving from boyfriend to fiance and planning a wedding date a year from now something had to have happened you had to have had some kinds of conversations that got you two back together and got to this point so where are you at with knowing if he forgives you from all of that experience i it just because he is so quiet and keeps things inside i feel like even though he's telling me yes like we're okay or you know i've forgiven you i feel like he's possibly not fully and i just how would you know let me ask you this how how would you know what would you need to see from him that would let you know that you were really forgiven um i guess no more like tension like um like i can feel it like you you know you like can cut the tension with the knife like i i feel that still at some mm-hmm. point at some times and it whether <clears throat> you know it's um uh, and and it, like we were listening to a podcast, and the topic of the podcast was something that had to deal with something that happened. Um, you know, like okay, the, the podcast was about UTI, right? And during the time mm-hmm. when I cheated on him, that I got a UTI, and so he just abruptly turned off the radio real fast. He didn't want to hear it, and, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, and, and I didn't know what to say. I just got quiet, you know, because I know why he was upset. I just didn't really know what to say i guess i didn't know what to ask him or like hey like can we talk about this because it i i feel guilty right i'm ashamed of what i did to him um but i 
I didn't really know what to say. So, like, there are moments like that where I feel like, okay, there's still something there. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Now, let me ask you, and I'm assuming based on how little information you feel like you've gotten from him or as little closure as you feel like you have on this, I'm assuming you two did not do any kind of couples counseling to heal from no, this ma'am. whole affair? No, we haven't. And, and is, I, are, I am wanting to. And is he willing well, we, to? We are. We have talked about. Yes, sir. We have talked about um, doing couple counseling. Um, and I know that in the premarital kind of like counseling that they'll do at the church, mm-hmm. I don't think they really get mm. deep in there. But I no, I, that's I, not the same kind of thing. It's, not it's, at all. It's more just a basic okay. kind of questions about you know marriage and your attitudes toward relationship and those sorts of things. Yeah, and I, I th- one of the things that's occurring to me as we're talking here is that yes, you want resolution about your your guilt and your concern about this particular incident in your relationship but underneath it all in your voice i'm also hearing hey he really doesn't talk about his feelings very much and am i going to get my emotional needs met if i marry this man yeah so so i really do think that um i mean honestly recovering from an affair is is a very very difficult thing um it's not impossible and lots of couples do actually have an even stronger relationship after infidelity but it almost always takes some kind of professional support in this now let me throw this out to you as well um you know this may or may not be true for you um but i would say that that 95 percent of the time when i run into this um you know cheating in relationships tends to occur not so much because of problems in the relationship but because um, one or the other in, in the relationship has a very hard time kind of communicating emotions, um, dealing with conflict directly, advocating for their needs. And then what ends up happening is that that, that person can get depressed um, and then starts looking for something, someone to make them feel better. Not intentionally, but, you know, you end up at church or the gym or whatever, and you find somebody that makes you laugh or makes you feel good about yourself. And, and then you end up, you know, being in a deeper relationship with that person before you even realize it. Um, I'm a little concerned that both of you are in that place. You know that 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 you actually did cheat, and that your 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 now fiance doesn't communicate his feelings or deal with conflict directly. I, I'm a little concerned that until you address that issue, you really don't have a good standing for marriage at this point. You know, so I, I'm glad that you guys have worked through the basic issues that, that come between you, but I think that the, the deeper problem behind infidelity is almost always that inability to deal directly with feelings with conflict or advocating for one's needs and so we end up stuffing those things instead of working them out together so i do think that that seeking some professional help for for your relationship just to really do that deeper work that needs to be done to get off on a good foot would be really important now i i I, in the meantime some some questions or suggestions that i would make for you you know when you see him getting upset you know, if you can, you don't have to get it right, but I think it's okay to say, hey, listen, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you were upset about the fact that the podcast was talking about a UTI, or I wouldn't be surprised, like, if you were upset because this man, you know, said thus and such, or it seemed like, you know, we were getting along well, or, or whatever it was, you know, I, and I'd really like to talk about this, you know, when you feel better, you know, what what is it that, you know, I would like to talk about how we can handle those situations better together. I would like to talk about what it is that you need from me to know that you're number one in my life. And I would like to talk about how we can make sure that we can go into and come out of these situations feeling closer 
to each other uh, having been through this right and 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 so let him you know put it out there then let him calm down and then revisit it you bring it back up when he seems like he's calmed down don't just let it go because okay well the the tension is past now because if you do that then that sets up that pattern of burying things that does increase the likelihood that this is going to happen again i really also want to encourage you if you haven't yet gone to confession about the affair please do because you're carrying around so much guilt and i think really receiving the grace of the sacrament of reconciliation and being able to work with that grace to further your relationship with this man or help you discern your relationship with this man would be really really important to do that if if you haven't done that yet and please when i say the word discern know that getting married may in some small part of your mind seem like the end goal you know we had this relationship this thing happened i'm dealing constantly with the reminder because i have to deal with the man that i had the affair with who is my son's father and be with my fiance and i'm confused and if i can just get to the end goal of getting married then suddenly everything's going to be fine it's going to look great on the outside to everybody else i'm going to feel better we're going to be able to be secure and it'll just magically work and while marriage is a sacrament of healing you don't want to wait to try to heal everything in the midst of a sacramental commitment to each other this time of engagement is a time of real discerning to see if god really did call the two of you together and if you're both in a place to enter into that sacrament with each other. So I would like you to be praying with each other every day. Lord, teach us what to do with this relationship. Help us to be to each other what you want us to be. Help us to know whether you want us to just be good friends or if you want us to continue in this path toward marriage. Help us to know what it is that you want us to be for each other and how to heal uh, from the hurts that we both carry. Um, finally, and this is sort of an obvious thing, but it just occurred to me, you, know, you said that you and your ex paramore um coach the same team he the 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 child's father and her fiance those two people well either way um that's not i mean unless that's a job why would i wouldn't know why would anybody would put themselves through that um i, I would suggest maybe not having to do that anymore yeah i mean maybe your fiance is trying to be an active part of your son's life but that's got to be really difficult well maybe be maybe be on a different team yeah you know <laughs> so. it would be part of your son's life in some other way but they shouldn't have to be thrown together constantly that's I, mean, I, I realize that's, i mean it's going to happen because the, the you know this the sex is the father of this child and has to be in their life in some way but you don't necessarily have to be working together on that team. So just think about that as well. All right. Um, if there's more that we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us at CatholicCounselors.com. I'd also encourage you guys to really work through the book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. Um, it, it identifies eight research-based habits that healthy couples practice in their relationships and that every couple can learn. I think it will really clarify if you guys have what it takes to have a healthy, godly marriage. Um, and and again, though, I do think that professional help would be really uh, useful to you as you continue to discern whether this relationship is uh, really in the cards. Thank you again for the call. 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. We're talking about moving on. Hurts can be hard to let go of. 
And if you're struggling to forgive or heal from something someone did or said to you, we want to help you know what the next steps to healing yourself and, if possible, reconciling with that person might be. Let's talk it out together at 877-573-7825. Or if you're listening via podcast, send your questions via email to questions at more2liferadio.com. That's more than number 2, liferadio.com. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day which comes to us from Psalm 34, verse 17. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. The one thing I want to say about this verse, because it's, it's tremendously comforting, um, but where people can get hung up is where they don't feel like God is delivering them from their troubles. Those troubles just continue to hang around mm-hmm. and you keep having to deal with them. You know, it, the passage doesn't mean that God is necessarily going to just automatically lift us out of that trouble and take us to a different place. Very often what happens is that God wants to lead us step by step out of that challenge. And so every day, He wants us to ask him, Lord, what's the next step through this situation? And instead, we have a tendency to pray, Lord, just take this away. Lord, just take this away. Lord, just take this away. And we think it's going to happen all in one fell swoop, and then everything's going to be better. And then we get really downhearted when it doesn't happen that way. By all means, pray that God would deliver you miraculously from whatever you're going through. But also pray that God, if he's not going to take it away that way, would teach you step by step how to heal from this pain, how to overcome this struggle, and how to get to that place that he is calling you to be, so that whether the Lord delivers you miraculously or step by step, you can be confident that God is walking with you. With that, we've got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about those hurts that are hard to let go of, whether that's a recent pain from something someone did or said to you, or something you've been carrying with you for quite a while. We want to help you learn how to forgive and move forward. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls and questions coming up right after this. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists, and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak from More to Life. Would you like to have a better family life by Christmas? Join us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for our free webinar, A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, A Catholic Parent's Guide to Advent. In Advent, we're called to make more room in our hearts and homes for Christ. Discover how the grace of Advent can help you celebrate the loving, faithful family life God wants for you. And it's free. Just register at catholichom.com webinar. That's catholichom.com webinar. See you there. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. 
You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, moving on. How can we stop revisiting old hurts? What does it mean to forgive or reconcile or heal from those painful things that people have done or said to us, either recently or in the past? It can be hard to heal. Let's talk about what it takes. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Janet, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Missouri. Hi, Janet. Welcome to More to Life. Hi, thank you. So I have What's a sister who, I have a sister, it's not for me, it's for my sister, but actually indirectly for me because I've told her I'd like to talk to her about this. I have a sister who um, has uh, probably quite a few hurts from my mother from many years ago, specifically one from the time she was married, which was over 40 years ago. And she's told me specifically she will never forgive our mother for that. And my mom's in hospice now, and um, I'm so afraid my sister's going to never forgive my mother and have to live with the pain of that when my mother's gone. Um, and I told her I really want to talk to her about this. She she can't listen to me when I speak about faith or God or any of those things, and, and she's such a good person in so many ways. Is, is your mother she's mentally competent? My mother. Yes, she is. She is, and she. And, and is your mother aware of what this hurt is? Well, she, I've spoken to her about some of it, um, and she doesn't know how to handle it. And she just keeps saying, "I can't talk to her because I don't want her to stop coming to me." And my sister's so generous; she brings something to my mom to eat almost every day. She she. So she actually goes and sees your mother. She she's does. just she not, and, and but oh. she doesn't she want to, to address the issue. She doesn't. She. I don't know. I, I think there's much more to it than than what she's told me. Um, and I. Well, that's what I, mean, I see. I think at the very. She continues so generously. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that your sister at least maintains a relationship with your mom. Um, and that that's that's remarkable. And you know, I mean, look, forgiving somebody um, only means that I I don't want to hurt them for having hurt me. That, that's all that means, right? For reconciling, reconciling is the next step. You know, where, where, where I forgive somebody, that's the first step where I say, look, I don't want to hurt them for having hurt me. And then reconciliation is where both of us then sit down and say, what would it take to make our relationship right again? And that's the step that your sister and your mom have struggled to do. You know, clearly your sister has forgiven your mom, in fact, because your sister is actually working for your mom's good, despite yeah. the pain that she carries around this. Yeah, I think what she means when she says, I'll never forgive mom for something she did 40 years ago, really is, I will always feel that hurt. 
But she's working past that hurt to be kind to your mother, to show up for your mother. She's in her own process of healing this. And I've, I have been amazed at how many people who have that time when someone is going through hospice or someone is, is actively, you know, dying in those two situations where people can manage to let that hurt go by the grace of God. So I would say don't get into this with her in a way that's going to make this more difficult for her. Just keep encouraging her to do what she's doing and, and let her know that, you know, you think it's a beautiful thing. If, if your mother is aware of anything that's coming between her and your sister, then I think that it's okay to encourage your mom to perhaps write a note that says, you know, that says, listen, I understand that, the, that you will always carry this hurt or you've always carried this hurt and, and I want you to know that I love you and I'm sorry for the hurt that I've caused you. You know, I don't want to pass on with this between us, but I want to thank you for being, for continuing to come and be present to me and all the ways that you've, you've shown me your love and care. I just wanted to give this to you as a way of showing you that I do love you and that I really am sorry for those past things. I mean, if, 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 if you pray about it and you feel that that's appropriate to approach your mom with that, I think that would be an appropriate thing for her to do. But I, I think, you know, when, when your sister says, I haven't forgiven her, what that means is exactly what Lisa said. I have a hard time letting go of the pain of this thing that happened then. Um, but the fact that your sister is continuing to work for your mom's good, continuing to visit her, continuing to be generous to her, that does show that she has, in fact, forgiven her regardless of what she says. Um, forgiveness, again, is what St. Augustine said, is when we surrender the desire to hurt the person who hurt us. And your sister has definitely done that, even if she's struggling to reconcile completely with your mom by, by being able to overcome the pain of that thing from 40 years ago. Yeah, she's actually moving in a very divine space right now where she's overcoming any past hurt and really working for your mother's good. And, and that's actually a very beautiful thing. So I would say don't press it. Um, but but if you pray about it and your mom feel, you, you, you wants to write a note that, that acknowledges the pain there and asks for that forgiveness, I think that, that could be a good thing. Or if she just wants to have some private time with your sister to be able to say that to her privately, either mm -hmm. one. Thank you for the call, Janet. And as we head out to our break, I want to give you all a heads up about an opportunity. Tomorrow night, Tuesday, uh, November 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, Lisa and I are hosting our monthly live Q&A for Catholic HOM members. That's Catholic Households on Mission. So if you've got parenting questions, questions about creating a more faithful, loving, caring, or connected Catholic family, we hope that you'll join us for that event. The details are at CatholicHOM.com. You can join for free for 30 days, and we'd love to have you be part of the Catholic HOM community. It's at, you can learn more at CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app and be part of the downloadables, the podcasts, the online conversations, and those monthly live Q&As, and tons of other resources and support that we give every day to Catholic parents all over the world, learning how to really live out that Catholic vision of family life, especially as Advent's coming upon us. We are helping you really bring Christ more meaningfully into your home. So check it out, CatholicHOM.com, or download the Catholic HOM app and be part of the Catholic, li Catholic Home Live Q&A happening tomorrow, Tuesday night, November 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern. All the details are right there at CatholicHOM.com. Become a member so we can send you that free link so you can join us tomorrow night. We're uh, looking forward to seeing you there. And that's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about forgiving and letting go, you can check out the resources we have for you there at CatholicCounselors.com, where you can also learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice and work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage 
family, or personal life in the light of God's grace. Check it out at catholiccounselors.com. And have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.